style helps you get up the stairs and down. Truman Capote once said style helps you get up the stairs and down. Hello, and welcome back to You Have to Wear Something, because you really can't go naked out there. Not yet, anyway. So, happy Sunday. Maybe you're at church, or whatever version of church you practice. Um, this week, I wanted to discuss uh, what you wear in regards to your attitude. Um, what value are you bringing to the world beyond your wardrobe and style? Um, this may be uh, possibly my most woo episode ever. So you have been warned. I may say the word blessing or crystal or mindful. So if it's not your thing, run for the hills now. Um, over the years working in and out of fashion or retail, I have mostly worked with women and some have become really great friends and some have left me baffled as to how they have any friends or careers at all. Um, we now live in this wonderful time where if you have, you know, X amount of followers, you can get paid for just saying you use a certain brand. How lucky are we? We don't have to work 12 hours in a factory without breaks or sunlight. Wow. Um, I remember when this getting famous and getting paid for doing very little was just catching fire with, you know, the Paris Hiltons and of course the Kim K's of the world and reality shows. And social media has given pretty much everyone a platform to create, promote, and build a brand from literally nothing. However, I think the idea of real work ethic and social grace has gotten lost in the midst of all of this. Now, this is not going to be a rant on millennials. I'm lying. Yes, it is. It's going to be a rant on millennials. No, but seriously, I wanted to talk about how us women, that was grammatically incorrect, uh, how us women treat each other in business, professional and personal relationships. Because let's be honest, we have all worked with an incredible woman who became one of our best friends or at least a good friend. And I think we all want to connect and build a tribe, if you will. What I think makes all of these relationships work beyond, hey, we have all these interests in common, or hey, we all like handbags and facials, is the um, value systems we share. What are your values when it comes to work, business, and friendship? Because they tend to overlap. And ladies, you never know where your next blessing, yep, there I said it, blessing, or support system will come from. So you want to be really open whether you're just working a full-time job, a part-time job, a side hustle, or a full-on hustle, whatever it is, try to bring your best. And what does that mean? Well, I'm going to give you a little woo-woo checklist to check yourself because as we all possibly know, the best relationships start with the one you have with yourself. Um, wellness. This is your first job and it's your responsibility. Are you maintaining a healthy body, mind, and spirit or mood? It's your job to take care of yourself outside of work before you come to work and before you interact with people. Eat well, meditate, fly a kite, hell, smoke your weed. Whatever it is that raises your frequency, get her done. Yes, we live in empathetic times where organizations care about life-work balance, but don't take advantage. Self-presentation. This is for a professional relationship. So when you get a job, that first month, you look pretty great, don't you? Then as time goes on, um, you know, you notice that people are starting to get a little bit more casual. So just simple hygiene, 
and grooming and also manners, ladies, no matter the social or uh, cultural situation at hand, make a positive impression on others. You don't have to be best friends, but you can be friendly and respectful. Timeliness. When you talk about poverty or scarcity thinking, time is a factor too. Are you poor with time? Are you always late? and rushing. This is inconsiderate to your teammates. Hell is inconsiderate to your family too. But for work, arrive early, stay late, and take short breaks. I feel like especially in LA, people are obsessed with taking breaks. Like, you know, we are at work, you know? Um, this principle applies to personal relationships too. Value your friends and family in a way that doesn't cost you anything and show up on time. Productivity. Um, work at a fast pace without significant interruptions. You know, have a sense of urgency. Again, it's work after all. Organization. Stay organized. Now, I still keep a moleskin agenda, very, very old school, um, but I also use a Google Calendar. Some people like Evernote or Slack. Just find a system that works for you and use it. This could be as simple as making a to-do list every day. I love making a list before bed, not to obsess about the list the next day, but writing it down helps me remember what I have to do. Attention to detail. Now we are all hustling. Some of us are models and actors and the next big influencer, but also we may be waiting tables. Be present at the gig. Again, be present. If you are representing a water company or whatever for the day, you should be giving an award-winning Emmy or Oscar-worthy performance on how great that water is. Follow instructions at these gigs. Don't work on your brand and someone else's brand, especially if you are getting paid. Um, follow through and consistency. Fulfill your commitments and finish what you start. I always say, if it's not a hell yes, then it's probably a no. So be honest with yourself and don't overpromise and underdeliver. I've been invited to uh, do projects many times, and once I start planning and executing, um, the other person's desire to actually do it wanes. Focus on strengths, not weaknesses. Sometimes in an effort to be perfect, we channel valuable time and energy into trying to be good at things that aren't part of our natural aptitude. What if you doubled down on your strengths instead of trying to improve on your weaknesses? You know what you're good at. Someone else on your team will be strong where you are weak. Back to mood. The mood you bring to work can affect not only your own morale and work performance, but also that of those around you. So to enjoy more satisfaction at work, it's important to regularly check your viewpoint because negativity can dominate your life, which depresses not only your mind, spirit, and body, but your productivity level. Um, an additional strategy for attitude adjustment is to practice being where you are at work rather than thinking about outside relationships and personal challenges. If you are physically at work and you're focusing on other life issues, then you aren't mentally at work. This means you cannot perform in an effective manner. Give. Um, while taking care of your own physical and mental needs at work, keep in mind that a habit of doing something nice for your girl at work or for your girl in life can make you feel even better. You know, give. Um, one of my favorite books is The Seven Laws of Spiritual Success by Deepak Chopra, of course. A tiny, powerful book, and one of my favorite principles is never show up to someone's home 
empty-handed. So what your girlfriend is rich? Bring a bag of lemons to her party. Bring a kind note or a piece of art you created. Anything, just give. If you have friends that provide services like hairstyling or makeup or they sell goods, don't always try to get free stuff from them or um, a discount. Honor them. Honor them by supporting their thing, whatever that thing may be, and pay full price because that shows you respect their craft. Don't dwell. Your after work habits help set the tone for the next day. So it's important to get them right. When you have a bad day, you may find yourself replaying the events of the day over and over again in your mind, um, mentally imagining conversations that did not go well activates the same biochemical and hormonal processes in your body as when the event originally occurred. You're literally physically recreating the event in your body, keeping your stress hormones high. So be true and authentic to yourself. Feel the anger, feel the pain. No one is saying be phony about your feelings. If you find yourself dwelling, allow yourself 10 minutes to purposefully replay the event in your mind. Identify what you can learn from the experience and then close the flashback and move on. I always say do no harm, but take no shit. So give yourself this time to be resilient. Um, establish an evening reflection ritual. I keep a gratitude journal. I thank you, Oprah. And for me, it's magic. I write five things that went well that day in my moleskin. We often miss all of the little wins during the day. Um, the great parking spot, a free coffee someone gave you, um, a funny moment with your coworkers or your client. Write it down. You probably had a better day than you realize. We commute a lot in LA and during my commute, I'll see a person in a wheelchair with no legs or a large homeless encampment, just people with more challenging situations than my own. And I think, wow, you know, I am not going to honk rudely at the person in front of me because, you know, damn it, I have legs. Um, so, you know, LA, you lay on your horn way too much. I just wanna say that as a side note, but anyway, just be grateful write it down. And the, I feel like the attitude of gratitude sounds like super woo woo. It's true. The more you write stuff down, the more things come. It's just a very esoteric, but very real thing that happens. Um, by all means, I am not perfect. Not every day is a 10 for me. Some days are as low as a four, but how do you come back from that? I overthink, I worry, I lose sleep. Um, it's important to feel every emotion, but it's not necessary to wallow. So don't wallow. And yes, it's a lot of work trying to add value every day. I get it. Um, I promise that the payoff is so worth it. And you'll be surprised at how cuter you look on the outside when you do the work on the inside. So be of service. I said service, not servant or servitude. There's a difference. Um, but now get to work, ladies. And till next time, as always, peace.